Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Freddy Correa. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast. We are back. And today we have on the show Cassius Morris. Very awesome, awesome uh, young man. I was going to say kid, but he ain't no kid no more, man. He's a, he's a grown up now, man. He's a young man, man. Um, and I'm going to give you a little bit more of the intro in a second. Let's get this shit going. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddie Correa. All right, Cassius Morris, uh, he lives up in Canada. He's a podcaster. I think he wanted to be a comedian. I don't know if he's done comedy yet. We're going to find out. And um, let me just call him right now. You've heard him on Joey Diaz podcast, Adam Carolla. He's been he's been killing it, man, for the last couple of years since he was like a, pretty much a teenager. All right, so I'm going to call him up right now. We're going to use uh, Facebook Live. I oh, no, no, there's not, no, there's Facebook Messenger. It's crazy. I never imagined I'd be calling somebody through Facebook and doing a podcast. It's pretty crazy. Freddie. What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you, my man? Good, good. Can you hear me pretty good? I can hear you crystal clear. Awesome, brother. Sounds good. Uh, so I just gave a little intro. I, I was telling uh, um, the listeners that I I first heard you on Uncle Joey Diaz podcast um, several okay. several years ago. Um, when was the first time when you were on there? Couple, how old were you? Man, first time I was on there, I was probably about fourteen years old. That was that was when they were still in Lee's house. Wow. Yeah, like right after the Stickum days, like when they were just starting to use Ustream. Yeah, yeah. Wow, dude. That's that's badass, man. And then um, you were on Adam Carolla's, weren't you? Uh, yeah, I was on Adam Carolla four times, four or five times. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. And I and after that, I've heard you on a lot of people's podcasts. I heard you on Miss Cleo's. Oh, yeah, she's she's great. Yeah, it's like the whole, the whole podcast uh, community knows about you. Um, like, especially like the church family, you know, it's like, you know, we're all like a pretty strong community that, that love <laughs> uncle Joey, Joe Rogan, you know, and we all listen to podcasts and, and you have your podcast yourself. Yeah, I, absolutely. It's called the Cassius Morris show. It's available on iTunes and, uh, YouTube and we do try to do it weekly and just keep audio and video content coming and keep both feeds different and hopefully entertaining. Awesome, brother. And where can people find you? On social media, um, on social media, I'm at Cassius Morris on Twitter, which is spelled C A S S I U S. Uh, and the Cassius Morris show is actually on Facebook, facebook.com slash Cassius show. We try to post some funny stuff, stuff about music. Yeah. Keep it fresh. That's all. That's what it's all about. That's awesome, brother. And then, um, you got your website right here. I got it pulled up. Cassius Morris.com. Yeah. Find, you can find everything right there too. So try um, to make it easy for people. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it consistent across the line. The cash is Morris show right here. Absolutely. That's cool, brother. And then uh, I see here that, uh, now your podcast, uh, you had a different podcast called that reporter kid, right? Yeah. So when I first started, I was super, super young. Uh, and that was this. The, so what happened was I had a show originally called Creatures of the Net, which was about Kiss when I was like nine, 10 years old. I started that. And then at a certain point when I was like 12, 13, 14, maybe even, um, I kind of got tired of just talking about Kiss every episode. So I started <laughs> a second podcast called That Reporter Kid Speaks, where I just talked about whatever. And so at that age, I was also going to school. So I was also doing two podcasts at the same time. And, but then at, at that point, 
it started getting to be too much to do two podcasts and I started to become not a kid per se. Like I'm still a kid, I think, but like not, a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So I, don't, I don't want that name. So I decided to merge them both and do some kiss stuff and just do whatever I want and make it the Cassius Morris show. That's how it happened. Yeah. Like, like if, if, um, like when you're in your thirties and you have a podcast called that reporter kid, it's going to be kind of like, what? It's like, it's like a guy that, yeah. grew, you know, like a guy named Tim and he walks around they call him Timmy and he's like 35. It's like, what? It's just wrong. It's offensive. Right? <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's cool. Yeah. Let's see. I see here. Episode 60. You changed name change. You gave an explanation. Then it became the Cash is more show. That's awesome, dude. And dude, even when, um, when it was TRKS, um, yeah. dude, you've had some amazing guests on here. You've had Lee Syaf, Felicia Michaels, Griffith Simmons. Yeah. Dude, you're killing it, man. And, and oh, Coco, thank you. Joey Coco Diaz, uh, Adam Carolla's been on your podcast. Uh, um, I'm just going through, oh, Miss Pat. Yeah, wow. that was a crazy episode. That And that actually got me a job at the comedy club where I worked there for two years running the soundboard and uh, also kind of almost working as a bouncer uh, in the club, which was insane. Oh, wow. As a bouncer. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't like I was hired as a bouncer, but... It yeah. was my job to seat the people. I was a door guy at the club, yeah. and it was also my job to remove the drunks and people who were too loud. Hell yeah. I did so that. it was insane. But I, yeah, Miss Pat actually that. helped me get that job. Really? <laughs> yeah, How'd after we did the podcast, uh, I was I was chilling there with her and the uh, club operator. Uh, operator. See, operator Dino is what I meant to say. Shout out to Dino. Shout um, out to Dino. Yeah, that's my man over there. And he... Uh, we were just talking and I just lost my job at target because the target in the West Edmonton mall had shut down. And I was telling them this and he was saying, well, you need a job. We actually have an opening here. And Miss Pat was like, Oh, he could do that. He could wash them dishes. Look at his cute little hairdo. He could seat them. And he, she was sweet talking him. And then I got hired on the spot. <laughs> wow. That's cool. And what club is this one, bro? This was the comic strip. It's at a West Edmonton mall. Wow. That's awesome, dude. And how old are you now? Um, I'm 18 and on November 5th, I'll be 19. Oh, nice. Right on, dude. So now, so you can work at the comedy club and do they serve alcohol or? The thing is that that comedy club actually has a restaurant license. Mm. So I, since I wasn't a server and I wasn't serving alcohol or anything, I, all I could do is really clean up the tables afterwards with the empty bottles. And oh, yeah. so in that way, but the thing is I felt like I was too young for that position anyway, because you're telling people who are adults and they're incredibly intoxicated uh, <laughs> and you've got some kid coming up to you telling you to be quiet. Uh, it causes problems. And you know, so I wasn't comfortable with that. Did you, have you ever had one that got pretty, like out of hand where it almost like where they put hands on you or anything not to me uh it's happened at the club but i've i mean we've had horrible episodes of people cussing us out uh i caught a girl with a bottle of vodka and then you know it was just, just oh, sneaking it in. oh yeah i mean people would be just ridiculous with sneaking liquor in like there was a whole staff party where this pe these people's company was paying for their entire bill and they still snuck in bottles and bottles and they're, you know, they're making uh, us potentially lose our liquor license. Like it was yeah. just crazy in there. Wow, dude, that's, that's insane, bro. And, but I learned a lot. Oh yeah. Like, like what, what are some things you've learned? I mean, I just learned a lot about, you know, not everybody out there is, 
is friendly. Not everybody out there is nice. There's some some real attention-starved assholes out there, and it was like just getting to see comedians deal with hecklers on a weekly basis at least. It was just really eye-opening. You know, the, yeah. the second the comic comes off stage, they're talking to me about it in the sound booth. Like it's just it, it was really cool. I got to see all the ins and outs of comedy. Yeah, I'm looking at the website right here. Uh, the comic strip. You guys are going to have uh, Felipe Sparza up there soon, huh? Oh, I guess so. I mean, I, I don't work there anymore, but, and I, Oh, you don't? I, no, I decided to leave there about eight, nine months ago. Um, and it was just, there was no hard feelings. I just didn't want to work there anymore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, we're still, still in co- connection and I'm, I did oh, okay. a podcast with Red Band there recently, actually. Yeah. I was listening to that one. And, and also, uh, you had Ari on the same, uh, right there too, right? Was it the same venue? Yeah, and that's actually while I was working there, they let me do it on shift, which was super cool. So yeah. uh, that was my first time ever getting paid to do a podcast. Oh, right on, man. So you actively, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were getting paid because you were on on the clock. That's that's pretty cool. Oh, good. Yeah, dude. I've done some on my lunch break too. Um, yeah. Uh, like uh, I've done them online before. You know, it's like a quick one, little thirty minute one. You know, stuff yeah, like definitely. That. Sometimes I do solo ones too. Um, mm-hmm. I record on one of my phones and I just bust one out and, um, upload it. It's pretty cool. Uh, what do you use to record? Uh, what's your equipment? Uh, I use the Yeti blue microphone, which is, it's a good microphone. It's, it's a good price range as well. And it's got different settings on the back so that you can change the sound. And, uh, for software, I use GarageBand. I just keep it super, super simple. Yeah. Uh, I like the new GarageBand. I like the way you can actually mix, like go in there and actually mix your own voice. So I really do it to something that suits me. So just keep it simple, man. I have not upgraded to the new GarageBand because I'm afraid of relearning shit. I have this old version, like four years old. It keeps telling me I need yeah. to upgrade, and I've been afraid to do it. So you saying it's pretty good, though the new the new version? It's so much better, and I was afraid to do it too. But the thing is that the mistake that everybody makes is when they do it, they they click the podcast app. You don't. I don't even play with that. You just click the blank project app, and it's just it's a breeze, man. It's easy. Okay, yeah, because uh, I remember Pat Shea. I think that made him quit his podcast. You remember Pat Shea? Yeah, oh yeah, he's, yeah. That, that's an awesome guy. Yeah, he's cool, dude. Uh, he, I, I remember hearing you on his podcast as well. But um, dude, that that thing was so complicated. He would call me and I would and, and ask me questions about it. I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about because my version is like the old school one. <laughs> right? No, I've used both, so I I totally know what you mean. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, the blue the blue Yeti. I used to have that one when I first started the podcast. I bought that one. It's mm-hmm. the one that you can set in the middle, right? It has different settings, and it can record all the way around and stuff. That's right. Can, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. So you, you took that with you to the comedy club with your laptop, and you recorded with Ari. What, you set up on a table or something? or Actually, with Ari, that was just with the handheld microphone, and that's the one I use in the Gene Simmons interview and the one that I use in all my other interviews. That's the Zoom H4n. So, yeah, I, I guess I forgot to mention that one. I'm going portable. That's what I use. It's a small recorder, and it has two uh, microphone inputs at the bottom. So whenever I'm using handheld microphones in an interview, it's still going through that machine. So it's super handy. I, like You can kind of do field reporting and microphones at the same time. So it's it's really great. Yeah, I and then that's that was my next one. I went to that one. That one's an amazing. Uh, anybody you have that one? Yeah, yeah, I used to. I sold it because I ended up getting the H six. Okay. And um, but yeah, I if anybody wants to start a podcast, get yourself the Zoom H four N. It's only like one hundred and fifty nowadays. It's not that much. In Canada, it's like 
closer to three, four, maybe even five hundred. It depends where you're buying it, but uh, maybe in the states, I'm sure it's much cheaper. Really? What? So, hold on a second. Three to four hundred dollars for the for that. Oh yeah, I had to do like a rent to own program where I paid it off over like four or five months because it was just so expensive. Jesus. And but in Nova Scotia, there was a fifteen percent tax as well. Dude, as an American, I apologize. I, I. I forget sometimes, like, I feel like, oh, everywhere else is the same as America, you know, like, like, you you can't just get it on Amazon. No, I mean, Amazon is not (laughs) in Canada, right? (laughs) Well, it is in Canada, but the prices are way higher. (laughs) See, oh my God. See, I'm like, like, how much is a six pack of beer out there? Would you say Uh, six pack at a gas station? Probably eight bucks. Holy smokes. See out here, a six pack is probably closer to 16, 17 bucks. A six pack, dude. Yeah. Jesus. And like a bottle of vodka, usually at least $24 for a 750 milliliter. Okay. That's kind of around the same. I kind of, okay. yeah. Damn, that's worse than Utah, bro. Holy oh, shit. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. I mean, it, yeah, it's insane out here. Yeah. I'm looking at Amazon right now. The Zoom, it's 200 bucks on um, one link. It's 189 on another one. See, yeah. I'm sure it's gone down now because I got it when it was like the hottest new thing. Uh-huh. So that's probably why it was so much more expensive. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Damn. It's like the iPhones in a way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow, dude. But that's cool, man. So so you started podcasting before um, before you were even on Joey's podcast. Then you had your own podcast uh, where you talked about Kiss and all that. Let, yeah. me, let me ask you this. How did you run into... Um, these other like uh, podcasts like Adam Carolla's and Joey Diaz, like how how did that come about? Because out of nowhere, I just heard you on his podcast. I'm like, oh shit, this kid is doing things, you know? It it happened in a way that it took me a long time to learn certain things, and then I applied those things, and luckily, it it just went exactly how I wanted it to. Um, when I decided to start the second podcast, which was that reporter kid speaks at the time, um, I sent Joey Diaz a message talking about this. Now I, the, the way that I first, first, if you want to take it way back, the way that I first talked to Joey, I don't even know if I've ever said this on the air, um, was that I sent him a video. You, you guys remember this, this, the cinnamon challenge? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that that crazy thing. So I was like an 11 year old kid and I did a YouTube video of it and I'd heard Joey on Rogan's podcast and I tweeted him saying, hey, Joey, would you retweet my video? And he was probably stoned to the gills and he actually watched the video and he retweeted it. He was like, this shit's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I fucking love this kid. What the hell? And then uh, and then, so I messaged him on Facebook like two weeks later and I was like, Joey, I'm looking to start a podcast. I'm wondering if you'd call in. Here's my number and stuff and a couple days went by and i got a call one day on my home phone from a los angeles number and i answered it and i was like hello and i just heard can i speak to cassius i said this is him and i just hear what's up cocksucker it's joey diaz and i was like what (laughs) dude how crazy is that you get a phone call from joey diaz he called me like a man i mean i gave him the number and he called it and he said listen uh i respect I respect you asking me this. I respect you wanting to do this. When do you want to do the podcast? And that was it. He, from day one at 12, 13, 14 years old, whatever it was, he gave me the time of day. He gave me respect. He 
he's, I mean, I have a painting of him on my wall. I look at it every day. He is really an amazing person. Yeah, he is, man. He's touched a lot of people's lives, man. A lot of people. Absolutely. He's, he's probably my number one inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, man. And then, so he called you and then you were on this podcast several times and wow, dude, that's. Well, he did mine first. So my first episode came out and it was with Joey Diaz. So that's kind of how the whole Twitter death squad scene heard about me. Like it was pretty much immediate because that's how I started. And then Red Band tweeted out of nowhere, when can I do your podcast is not fair. And I was like, anytime, oh, man. <laughs> wow. That's another great dude right there, man. A lot, a lot of people oh, he's a good guy. Um, don't give him enough credit. And I know. I know some people know exactly what I'm talking about, but I mean, a lot of people, including Joe Rogan. I mean, come on. Yeah, that, that's true, bro. That is very true. I mean, the Joe Rogan podcast would probably never exist if it wasn't for Red Band. You know, I mean, he's a co-founder and co you know, yeah. me personally, I thought it was wrong that he wasn't on episode 1000, but that's just, that's me personally. That's my opinion. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I'm just glad that, um, you know, they still, they still, uh, He's still on the podcast every once in a while now, but you know, yeah, he drops by at least. Yeah, I, I remember. He's another good guy. Yeah, he, he's a great guy, man. He's uh, Red Band is a great dude. Um, I remember um, I had a. I don't know if you ever seen the video where this dude gets kicked in the chest um, in Vegas in the, at a comedy show. I don't think so. Oh well, th this video went viral, and um, I happened to record it. I was it was an actually it was an open mic. It was dead. Nobody's there, and this crazy guy goes up to the host. He's gonna attack him. The host kicks him. The video went viral. Redman is nice enough to talk about it on Rogan's, and my video went on Rogan's. And dude, holy shit! It was like immediately a bunch of like. Uh, it was your video. Yeah, yeah, it was my video, and uh, yeah, I mean, so shout out to Redman for doing that, man. That's insane, eh? Wow. wow. He, he gave me a shout out on Rogan too when I when I first started because he I, he actually did my podcast when I was super young too. That's how I first met him, and he actually went to to Rogan that night and he talked about it. And I mean, it's just stuff like that. He knows that it means a lot to people, so it's it's really good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And yeah. Rogan called me a damn prodigy when I was like fourteen years old, and he obviously changed his mind or whatever happened. But. <laughs> well, it, it was um, you were on that episode with uh, where Rogan was on Corolla, right? Yeah, Wasn't yeah. Rogan uh, on they they gave me the chance to call in and ask him a couple questions, and it was uh, it was interesting for sure. I was sure shaking in my boots. I mean, these are the two guys that made me want to start, so it was it was insane. And it's funny because I said that, and then Adam goes, yeah, and if Fitzsimmons was sitting here, he'd say, yeah, you and Fitzsimmons made me want to start. And I was like, you guys have no clue. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Every time I, mean, I, I listened religiously. Yeah. Uh, to uh, Corolla? Both. Both? Yeah. Yeah. Um, every time I've met Rogan when he's come out to Vegas, uh, yeah, I'm always like all nervous and all that. So I could, I could totally see what you're saying. Um, even Joey. uh I did a show with Joey up in Reno and, um, wow. and, uh, dude, you know, I, it was the first time me meeting him, like actually performing with him, you know, that's so, insane. Yeah, man. So I bought him some chicken wings cause I know he likes chicken wings, got him blue cheese. Of course. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you, you were, you were in dangerous territory, man. Oh yeah, dude. Like <laughs> we're in the green room. We did three shows. The first show, that's the show I, I bought him that. 
and I, I, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a member of the church. I listen to the podcast. I know how Joey is. He doesn't like ear beatings, you know? So I of just, I, you know, I just got him the chicken wings, gave him a hug. I said, all right, uncle Joey, let's have a good show. Okay, cool. Left him alone. Then you had, uh, you know, all these, uh, the younger comics come in and, oh my God, they start bothering him and just ear beating. And it's like, he's just trying to, you know, before a show we get nerves, man. And I, yeah. I, I love how uncle Joey is so honest about that because a lot of young comics feel like, oh man, one day when I become a pro, the nerves are going to go away. That's, you know, I don't know, maybe to some people, but mm-hmm. I love how Uncle Joey is so honest about that. Like he'll have panic attacks and shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, that, and that makes him so real. It's so relatable. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, these, so I knew that before the show, he wants to, you know, get his mind right and everything. And these comics were all messing, you know, he's talking and you could just see him getting furious, you know, <laughs> you just see him. Uh, they even asked him to take pictures and be, you know, and he's like, uh, let's wait after the show. You know, he's like, come on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't want to hurt anybody, but no. there's a limit. Mm-hmm. And he's become, I mean, he is a very famous guy now. Like he gets yeah. recognized pretty much everywhere he goes. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. So it's tough. Now I remember you, uh, speaking about that. You wanted to be a, 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 a up comic. I've heard you uh, talk about that like years ago. Have oh, you yeah. tried doing uh, stand-up yet? I haven't, but I am in a position where I am kind of coming back into the comedy scene a little bit, and I actually have some mutual friends who want to pursue it, and we're planning on all starting at the same time. Beautiful. Now, okay, so you're 18 now. Mm-hmm. Are you Are you thinking of doing it pretty soon, like this year? I'm going to give myself till 19 just because it's in a couple of weeks. Okay. I'm giving myself till 19 for a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just kind of relaxing for now. But, I'm, I mean, it's not relaxing. I'm, I'm working 24-7, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, bro. Um, okay, so, yeah. I, and I know when you set your mind to things, you know, you do it. You're, 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 you're a man that you accomplish a lot of things that other people haven't accomplished. You know, well, thank you. I you appreciate know. that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't see any reason to limit, uh, like, I don't see any reason to cap what I want to do in yeah. my own mind. Be like, this is going to be too far. This is too unachievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as things keep happening, all it does is it just, it adds fuel to that fire. It's like, yeah. And now I have evidence, you know, that, that this is, <laughs> that it works. You yeah. know, I've been saying for, 10 years that if I get a huge, insane, big celebrity like Gene Simmons on my show, tons of people would watch it and they'd love it and it'd be something yeah. different. And that proves it right there. And now I just want to take it farther. Like this isn't even the, just cause this is the milestone that I've been working for. It's not the end. It's just the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, man. And that, that right there, man, just, just the fact that you set your mind to, to interview Gene Simmons, one of your idols and it happened, dude. It yeah. actually fucking happened, but it was like, it's the power of the mind. You set your mind to do something. You make, you make the physical moves that you got to do. And then the shit happens. How, how did that come about? This just, you just posted this video about two weeks ago. Yeah. For, for yeah, people to uh, look it up, look it up for the listeners. If you want to pause it or something, look up uh funny kiss, Gene Simmons interview <laughs> uh, and, and type in Cassius Morris. You're going to find it. Oh, go ahead, brother. So how, how did this come about? Yeah, well, thank you for the plug there. It's it's definitely on there. Um, It came about because, I mean, it's a long story, 
I, I met the band before through the podcast. Uh, Eric Singer, the drummer of Kiss, I've uh, he's been on my podcast before a couple times. We did about in total, we've done about five six hours on the air, and it was insane. And um, yeah, so he hooked up a meet and greet before, but there was never time for a podcast. Like I tried to get Kiss on the podcast, Gene, uh, when he was here, and every time there was a concert, it just didn't work out. Eric himself told me Gene isn't going to do it. I mean, there was just no hope for him to do it, and I've been banging on that door forever trying to to get him to do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, somebody who works for the group, I really just approached him. I said, listen, it's been so long. He's at this fan expo. He's probably going to have a ton of free time. He's here for two days. Is there any way he could do an interview? And he said, email me a formal request, and I will send it to Gene and let him decide. Yeah. And that was the deciding factor because for once it wasn't a manager saying no before – because basically they're saying no to bringing it to Gene. So at this point it was brought to Gene. Yeah. And Gene actually personally responded in that email chain and said he would be happy to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. So I showed up at the expo and I waited around. for. I stood there for about three hours at beside the table he was going to be at because he was so late. And then his assistant finally showed up. I talked to her and I said, listen, I have this email from Gene. I'm going to show it to you. She took a picture of it. I said, if he has one minute, that's okay. Yeah. I just want to talk to him before he leaves. And she said, okay. I stood there for another three hours, didn't move. He finally showed up. I stood there for another 45 minutes, waited till he finished everything. And then like six and a half hours later, we finally did it. And it was wild. And who, and who recorded this for you, the video part, portion? Nobody. I did it all myself. My camera guy is away uh, doing a bunch of crazy jobs in the oil fields for two months. So I was literally just walking around. I had my tripod. I had my mics. I had my camera. I had everything ready to go, and I just did it. Oh, wow, dude. And And behind the camera was five security guards. I walked behind (laughs) the black curtain. It was five security guards and Gene Simmons. And I was there shitting bricks nervous because the assistant is over in the corner explaining it all to Gene. And he's just standing there looking at me. And then these guards are just standing there looking at me, not cracking a smile. I was just like, whew. (laughs) Wow, dude. That's insane. It was intense. And so – um. What did Jim uh, Gene say afterwards? Like, did he say he was going to share once uh, uh, you uploaded or the the podcast or anything? Uh, has he shared it or you know? Um, it's been shared on Kiss's Facebook and social media, which was oh, that's a great. super super big help. Yeah, they yeah. tagged the Cassius Morris Show page and everything. Um, <laughs> uh, but what you saw in the interview, for anybody who's seen the end. Uh, is really what happened. He, as he was walking away, he put his arm around me, tapped me on the shoulder, he had a smile on his face, and by the time I looked up, he just I just saw the back of his head, and he went through the black curtains, and they were gone. They oh, literally okay. just disappeared. Yeah. It was like a movie. It was just like <clears throat> I turned around, looked around the corner, and they were long gone. Yeah, man. And And see, this is something that you've done, you've accomplished in your life. And, you know, Gene is what? How old is he now? He's in his 60s he's now? He's 68. Yeah, he's 68. Dude. I mean, you know, it's sad to say, but we're not, we're not all going to be here that long. You know, we're That's all gonna, correct. You know, and, and one day, you know, if, if you would have never done this, it could have been something you would have regretted. Like, why didn't I do it? But you fucking did it, dude. 
you know i had to do it i mean it's uh, i just i felt like this was just the right time like yeah he was even talking like the first thing he said in the interview i've had some free time that i really never thought i'd ever have and i mean he is in a position to do kind things for others and mm-hmm. you know people who really really are kiss fans like i've been watching kiss interviews like for over a decade i know what gene's like he would never even crack a small grin mm-hmm. if he wasn't like that's gene being super happy cracking a tiny little smile so like all the comments on the video saying gene was such a dick and all this stuff he was not a dick you think people misinterpret him a lot maybe he seems to be one of the most misunderstood people gene is a really nice person i know for a fact that gene does a lot of charity work a lot of good things that are not in the media not in the news just because i know a lot of people who work for kiss and such yeah and he i mean has he been an asshole and has it been documented yes but that's anybody but but you know he to say that he was a dick to me in that interview i think is ridiculous okay i see what you're saying yeah well it's I like mean, why would he be standing there if he was a dick it's like <laughs> it, exactly 100 percent, bro like it, it's kind of like um like seinfeld you know mm-hmm. he, he's one of my favorite comics one of my top three for sure personally yeah. i don't ever want to meet him though because I, I i've heard stories and all that stuff and you've seen it but i don't really think he's a dick um, I think he's just very standoffish. Like he just doesn't really want to be bothered. So I wouldn't want to like, if I met him ever, you know, it'd be a simple handshake and I wouldn't do, you know, you don't want to bug people sometimes, you know, like in uh like, like, exactly like, like that, you know, that video, I don't know if you've seen it with Seinfeld and, um, I think it was Keisha or Sasha, that singer. Ke- uh, Kesha. Yeah. Yeah. Like she goes out to him and hugs him like, and he's like, who the hell is this person? He refused to hug her. He was yeah. like, she was like, can I hug you? He was like, no, goodbye. Yeah. And, and, and I get it. He like, he's she, in the middle of an interview. He's in the middle of, yeah. It's like, I, I get it that, um, if somebody's being nice, you know, and they want to hug someone, but she felt very privileged because she's Keisha and, uh, you know, she's a, she's, you know, she's not even really popping right now anyway, but Hell no, she hasn't been popping since 2011. I mean, right. And, and she feels she could just go up and interrupt somebody's interview that's fucking rude in the first place yeah like if it's paul mccartney then that's a different story like i don't know who this girl thinks she is yeah yeah exactly unbelievable but no it's true it's like and that's why the gene interview was so short i mean one of my colleagues i call him a colleague because he has a a rock podcast that's that's really successful his name is mitch lafon i mean he stood there with gene for 20 minutes uh or whatever it was on the phone um and you know i probably could have done that but i i don't want to get the rap sign right i just i want it to end comfortably i want him to be happy and not be like oh get this kid away from me you know (laughs) oh yeah exactly you don't want to be that guy that overextends his stay, you know? Absolutely not. Yeah. No. So, I mean, that's what it's all about. It's like with Tommy Chong, I did like a three-minute interview, and that was really the end of it. He had to go catch a plane, and like that was good enough. That's good. You know, it's longer than TMZ interviews. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. And at least, at least I'm going to ask something like, I, I want to do it TMZ style, but ask something that people want to know. Like, it always pisses me off so much watching that show, seeing them talk to some of the biggest celebrities and they're asking stupid shit that nobody cares about. It's like, you got to ask something interesting and maybe they'll talk to you. Right. It's ridiculous. Have you seen um, that video uh, where Burt Kreischer was on Rogan's podcasting talked about Gene Simmons? Uh, yeah, I have seen that. I guess he had a bad experience. Yeah, that, I mean, that whole thing was, I mean, highly interesting. I mean, Bert, he says he was a huge Kiss fan, and he didn't even know the name of 
their number one hit single. He was like, you know, I mean, I don't know if this guy was really a huge Kiss fan, but that's not for me to say. Maybe he was. But yeah. I know that that's what I'm talking about when I say, I has Gene been an asshole? Yes. And has it been documented? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's done shit like that. But I mean, I think that at this stage in his life, he's kind of over that. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I've man. seen him arguing with fans, refusing to sign their autographs on video because he thinks they're going to go sell it. And But the thing is, like, those people actually were selling it, but he made it a big deal. And But that's just, Gene's never going to change. Yeah. But he was on, on Rogan's podcast, right? Gene wasn't. Paul was. Paul was. Oh, yeah, yeah. it was Paul. Paul was the one. Yeah, well, yeah, I could see that. I could see that mentality where oh, someone's going to sell it and all that, but, like, I feel like autographs, all that stuff is going away. He's he's definitely, you know, he's obviously different generation. That's just, you know, uh, now it's the picture. That's the autograph nowadays, you know, but it's just, yeah. just to get likes now. That's all it is for. Exactly. Yeah. And see, I, I didn't even bother asking him to take a selfie with me after that or anything. It's just like, if you don't know when enough is enough, you're going to be in trouble. Exactly, man. I think that's the lesson people can take away from this right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Enough is enough. That I mean, could be the title of the episode. <laughs> they're crazy out there, man. I mean, especially at the comedy club, like that is when I really learned that lesson is because there was this girl when Kenny and Spenny came through, I was doing sound for them and I was making sure they were good through their photo shoot. And this girl was just grabbing onto him, and like after the photos had already been taken, she wanted four more photos. She was drunk. She wanted him to lift his shirt up. <laughs> I had to physically help her leave the club. Yeah. <laughs> Insanity. Wow. That's going to be the title of the episode. Enough is enough. <laughs> <laughs> enough of the pictures, cocksuckers. Joey Diaz. Uh, I had a, Uncle Joey get mad at me one time. Um, last time we really? did a, Yeah, we did a show. Um, it was his birthday weekend last year in February. Um, I opened for him at um, the South Point Casino. And uh, <clears throat> it was me and Esther Koo. Esther mm. Koo was the feature. And uh, after the show, Esther wanted to take a picture uh, with Uncle Joey and and uh, with all three of us, but she asked me to ask him. So <laughs> I, <laughs> this is after the show. This is after he does the pictures already. So we're just hanging out by the slot machines. We're hanging out with, I don't know if you know who Bobby Sharon is. and Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, from the Cobra Cast podcast. We're all it's out bad, there. Badass. Yeah, yeah, we're there. We're talking there. We're just chilling there. And then I asked Uncle Joey, I'm like, hey, Uncle Joey, is it cool with me and Esther take a picture with you? And he's like, and, and, oh my god he he ripped me a new one dude he was like really yeah he because i should have done it earlier but the thing is that i was doing it for esther right yeah and uh, she's cute though i mean i understand i get uh, she could ask me to do a couple things <laughs> if i do them i think it would have been better if she would have done if she would have asked because well, I, that's true i, I took the bullet <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> what did he say oh my god i i i'm horrible with impressions but he pretty much said come on freddie <laughs> You're a comedian. You're not a fan. You're a comedian. Now, you take a picture. Now everybody's going to want to take a picture. Like, come oh, on. Seriously. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. And I felt like I just, like my dad just yelled at me. <laughs> I, I felt, so, you know. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've, I've been talking to Joey over the last couple of days, and I, I, I don't want to make him mad. So, I, I mean, you know, why would you, right? I mean, he's a good it, guy. Eventually, it's going to happen. You know, that Cuban uh, anger, that Cuban uh, attitude will come out every once in a while. I get yeah, it, but, you know, I got the Cuban in me too. So like, I get it. My dad's like that. 
Exactly. But that's what that's what I love about Joey is that you can turn on a dime. Yeah. And it's just it, no matter what he says, you know it's going to be great. <laughs> oh yeah, it was great, and it, it was awesome, and it's cool to have that story now that he yelled at me. Um, yeah. But uh, I know he's done it to Lee a thousand times. Uh, oh yeah. Token Lair was telling me that Joey that that actual that same weekend, I think Token Lair pissed him off or did something, and he, yeah, yeah, he because um, anxiety when anxiety strikes, fuck, dude. I don't know if you get anxiety, but I get anxiety, and all everybody's fucking getting it. You know, like <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's um, the thing. The thing for me is that the way I view the whole picture thing is that I, I understand that there's a point where mm-hmm. you're walking around everywhere you go and everybody wants to scream at you about blue, blue cheese and this and that and your mother and all this stuff. And it must just get exhausting when you've got so, a million things going on. But like mm-hmm. if I walk in a room and there's 10 people and everybody wants to take a picture with me, I would be happy to take a picture with 10 people. That's mm-hmm. just me personally. Yeah. Like I, I've never had that, but maybe that's why. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but, um, you know, it's because, you know, it's in the beginning. In the beginning, yeah, but when you had, when he, when you do shows like he does with Rogan and a hundred people are lined up to take pictures, you know, it, it, it becomes very exhausting, you know? Yeah, a hundred people and stuff, yeah, that's a different yeah. story. So, you know, I, I understood from his side, I mean, we were, this was already like 20, 30 minutes after the fact that he took pictures with the fans. And, oh. here, and here I am asking him to take a picture. And I got the yeah. picture. I never posted it. I sent it to Esther. Um, and she ended up posting one just with him, her and Joey. But you could see Joey's face. Um, he was not happy on this picture. <laughs> so nah. he did do the picture. Oh, he did it. Oh, he did it. But <laughs> there was no smile. It looked like he was just angry. Oh, that's, <laughs> was, well, that's a shame. <laughs> I mean, he's probably tired after a long oh, week. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. So... <laughs> You know, but uh, yeah, he he's a great great person. You know, he's absolutely uh, always showing love uh, towards uh, all all of us. I don't even know how he remembers so many people's names. Always giving those shout outs. Birthdays, even. Oh uh, yeah, he's wishing me and John Wolf G a happy birthday for the past three four years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's insanity. It's insane, bro. Now you said you were going to be on his show last night. Uh, did that end up uh, happening? It didn't work out, um, but we're we're aiming for this week. He said he'd he'd love to do it this week. I said absolutely, whatever works for you guys, and uh, we're going to be doing it. It's going to be it's going to be great. I'm uh, really excited. It's been probably about two, at least two years since I've done it now. Yeah, it's been a while, huh? Yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be really awesome. I I always love talking to Joey. It's always a, a real pri- privilege. So oh, it's the best, man. It's the best. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, I. I hit him up to see if he could do my podcast. Um, he said uh, he was flying back yesterday on Sunday. Uh, he would let me know today, probably. So nice. Eventually, uh, hopefully, it could happen, man. I want to. I'm sure it will. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Um, but yeah, he's he's just a, such a great person, and the way he has brought people together, like through the internet, through this fucking world that we live in nowadays. I, I love it, man. It's, I know there's tragedy, there's fucking horrible shit that happens all the time, but the way the technology deal we have, like, dude, Miss Cleo, living in the mm. Netherlands, she makes a trip to Vegas, and we meet each other for the first time. She meets uh, Jill and Stan, all these other people, uh, wow. you know, that, that she's met through the internet, and we all got to meet each other live, you know, we got to do a comedy show. I got to perform in front of her, you know, 
That's crazy. Yeah, you know we did a, a live cool. podcast. Yeah, she's fucking. She's the great man. She's the she's the greatest. You know, she's another person that you and Miss Cleo are two people that have really inspired me a lot, bro. Oh, thanks. Yeah, man. Because, for example, I, I haven't asked you, but as far as Miss Cleo, she no one taught her how to podcast. She learned everything on her own. How did you learn everything on your own? Um, I learned it on my own, but I mean, I found the, the resources I needed online. So I was taught by those resources, Boom, but yeah, the, technically, yeah, that's on the, my own. And that's the key, bro. The resources are out there and that's exactly, exactly. what I'm talking about. It's like the resources, like when people ask me, how do you, how do I start a podcast? Take that question you just asked me and put it in YouTube and you're going to get the answer. That's all you have to do. That's it. And it's like, if you want to, uh, it's, it's. It's really, there's no excuse to not do what you want to do unless it's physically impossible right. or it's, it's actually impossible. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous nowadays that, that mm -hmm. people don't understand that you can really do whatever you want. You can be your own boss and there's so many different ways to do it. I mean, it's, it's a great time. Right, right. It's like when people ask a question on, on Facebook, like uh, you could have literally just asked Google. <laughs> exactly. You're just looking. Up, you're looking for some kind of attention that you yeah. maybe you didn't get growing up. I don't know what. <laughs> like I, I'll ask questions on Facebook to start a conversation going. Like sometimes yeah. I, if I'm in a town, like I was in El Paso not too long ago, I asked, "Hey, what's the best food in El Paso?" So then just to get a, right. a, something started because I rather see people's rec recommendations. But you know, when when it's a question like. Um, like what the hell, what the hell does this mean or something? It's like, no, just go to, go to Google, man. Exactly. Google. Yeah. If you want to hear what your friends think about a restaurant, that's a whole different, I mean, that's normal. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, man. So, um, we're, uh, what are your plans in the future, man? Like, okay. So you're, you're doing the podcast. What, what is it now? You're 18. You're pretty much a, yeah. a young adult now, man. I know you're not 21 yeah. yet, but um oh man i wish i, I want to go out to vegas when i am though oh absolutely bro we'll kick it yeah we'll go to some comedy shows by then you'll yes. be you'll be two three years deep in comedy you know oh, i hope so <laughs> absolutely <laughs> crazy man. look i started when i was 28 i'm 35 now um okay so i'm only six years deep and when i when i hear people like uh Jezelnik and um you know tony hinchcliffe all these comedians that started very young, like Chris Rock, you know, like when they were 19, 18, I get right. so, so jealous, dude. I get so jealous. Now, a lot of people are going to be like, well, you don't have a lot of, you know, talk about in life and all bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. Funny is funny, man. Yeah. If it's exactly, I mean, like that was a great part about working at the club is that the open mic nights, the amateur nights, like I got to see a lot of 18, 19, 20 year old guys that, mm -hmm. I mean, we would look forward to their take on life and hearing it. Like it was, it was fun. So you're right. Funny is funny. And yeah, you know, if, if you get on stage and people like it, they're going to laugh. It's that simple. Yeah. And, and open mics are very inspiring too, because you're going to see a lot of terrible comics that are, you're going to be like, Oh, I could do better than that guy. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Oh, I mean, there was, it wasn't all good. I, oh. I've seen slow deaths. I've seen <laughs> unspeakable acts. Talk about ear beating. That's like an ear beating. You know, you just got to get up and walk away. You know, sometimes, you know, like... literally there was the one sound guy. He would come and my buddy Austin, shout out to him. He'd, he'd say, can you go in the sound booth and cover for me? And he'd have to go into the kitchen. It's some of the, sometimes it would be so bad. He couldn't even hear it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you when you when you um, 
when you start hearing the little um, bad habits that we get on stage, like you'll start, yeah. you'll start hearing somebody saying, you know, every other word. And it's like, Oh shit. Oh uh, yeah. Like fuck. Or saying fucking. And then over at the fucking thing, I don't know if I can curse <laughs> on here, but I probably can. Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Everything. It's, it's, um, it's, it's insane, man. But yeah, I, I hope you really, uh, uh, get on that soon, bro. I can't wait to, to see, uh, where this takes you. And Thank you. And I dodged your question cause we started talking about being 21 and stuff, but yeah, yeah. I, 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 I didn't answer your question. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, st- yeah. And I, I ran rambled off too, but like, yeah, man. So what are your, your, like, what are your goals in, in life? You want to do interviews. You, you got your podcast going on. You want to get into comedy. What is it that you want to pursue? I, I just want to take it to the top. I mean, you look at something like Nardwar show with, I don't know if you know who he is, the interviewer. Uh, no, uh, I'll look him up though. Okay. He, he's the guy, uh, he wears like the goofy glasses, does a funny voice and he interviews celebrities, but he has an interview channel. That's so interesting that he gets, he has, I think a million subscribers. He's interviewed Drake, like Jay Z, uh, you know, Kurt Cobain, he even interviewed, like he's been doing this forever. And like, just to look at something like that, see that he's making these videos, posting them himself, getting a massive audience, like guys like Tim Westwood, you know, he's going out there interviewing mm-hmm. every rapper on the red carpet and just doing it all himself. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to be. And then I want I want to branch it out. I want to like do stuff on Apple music where people can, you know, maybe beats one or something like that. Uh, complex news, just, I want to be all over the place, be that dude on the, on the news, doing the interviews and getting the stories, man. I just want to be out there. Right on, man. And, and as far as comedy, you, well, you haven't tried it yet, but I remember you wanted to be a stand-up comic. Do you still want to do that? Or you just want to dabble in it to see if it's for you? I mean, I will dabble in it. And if it's for me, I will pursue it uh, all the way. Like I, I'm not, I'm never going to do anything half-assed. Yeah. So that's the thing is that if, if the podcast is taking a huge amount of my focus right now, then I might pursue it, but I'm sure I'll start doing comedy at least a little bit just to see what it's all about. There's no harm in doing it. And it's a good way to make money too. So yeah, yeah. I am all about that. That's my number one focus other than family, of course. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and so you want a family, like what, like starting a family? You want to have kids? No, 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 never. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Dude, that was a great response right there, man. Uh, <laughs> you're like, I, no, 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 never. <laughs> I, I, I just got out of a terrible two-year relationship that was just crazy, man. And I, I learned all the lessons I needed to learn. I'm a, I want to be a free man, and I want to stay that way. That shit you, t- you talk about right there on stage. Oh, dude, trust me. This is it's. I got a lot to talk about right now. <laughs> yeah, man. Start start preparing like uh, three to five minutes, man, and and, you're and, right. and do it. You know, you're ready. Well, if you're to, saying it, that makes me want to do it. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Do three to five minutes. Write the material, whether it goes good <laughs> or bad. You you already know what to do. You're gonna record it and listen yep. back, edit it, and you know. Then you start. That, that's the fun part. You start editing. Oh, I got to take this over. I got to move this over here. And, you know. Right. But yeah. Over. I think it can happen fast. And I, I know pretty much every comedian in the city. I mean, I'm friendly yeah. with all of them. It's not a scene. That, that's the beautiful thing about it. It's not a scene that I have to warm up to and become a part of and earn my stripes. Right. It's like, they all respect me because I made their shows run. I fixed the tech issues when their show got shut down and all yeah. that stuff. So oh, it, yeah. it'll be interesting to kind of be on the other side of that scene. Absolutely, man. And you're going to have all this support from all of us, you know, whether right. we're, they're there physically or over here yeah. uh, digitally. I was going to say spiritually, but no, digitally. 
you know, we're here for you. <laughs> um, Absolutely. But you have our support, bro. And, um, you know, it, the thing, too, is that you are a student of comedy. You know, you listen, yeah. you listen to several podcasts. You love comedy. And, and it's, it's a new age that, you know how people shit on comedy schools, you know, like, Mm-hmm. Because people yeah. rip people off all the time. And it's very true. There's a lot of comics that take advantage of, of young comics and take their money. And, you know, no, no one's, right. no one's going to teach you how to be funny. However, the, the things that you learn in, in some comedy classes, the business side of it, that's the part that you learn from podcasts. You'd hear Uncle Joey talk about it all the time, how he wouldn't oh, say yeah. like, like tapes to, to uh, bookers, you know, because that's like a power move. And, you know, you, you're hearing all yeah. these things. And I got, I got some buddies, like my buddy up in Reno, Sammy Saloria, one of my best friends, um, him, David Nunez from Houston. Him, they, now, check this out. David Nunez is a podcaster in Houston. Him and his mm-hmm. son, uh, Che Nunez, they both started, po- uh, they, they both had a podcast together and they both started stand up the same night together. And they're fucking doing great. Wow. They're only a few months into it. My buddy, Sammy. Crazy. And, and I feel like a lot of it is because you have all this podcast knowledge about comedy. Like you already know yeah. about cutting the fat. You already know about not never to steal jokes. You know, you know all the rules. So it's like a, a different age we're living in now. You know, that's that's a really good point. I mean, it's all, all the do's and don'ts are laid out on the table. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just one of those things that you need to commit to. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the Edmonton comedy scene is really, really good. I mean, there's so many places out here that there's, there's good rooms, there's just little clubs and there's big clubs and there's, there's places to get your name out there. So it's, it's almost a waste not to take advantage of that. I want to go up there one day, bro. It's really good. I think you'd probably like it. I I get you some free tickets to a show, no problem. Ah, oh, appreciate it, brother. Yeah, my my, my girl and I uh, we just got our passports over the summer, so we want to start traveling, doing some some things. So definitely, and yeah. I'm I'm of age out here, so we can hit up a club or whatever bar, whatever we got to do. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, you could drink? Oh yeah, it's it's eighteen to drink and and everything out here. So I've been of age since last November. No shit, I did not know you you could drink in Canada at eighteen. Oh yeah, well in Alberta. Uh huh. Oh, so not in all parts, not all parts of Canada. Some places it's either eighteen or nineteen. Really? Yeah, Toronto and BC, it's all uh, nineteen, and the East Coast is nineteen, and Dude. then in kind of the middle, which is where we are, kind of it's it's mostly eighteen. Wow, that that's yeah. insane, dude. That's really really cool. Yeah, so I've been going to some. I've been going out going crazy lately. I mean, I've been going to some pretty crazy. I went to the French Montana after party just mm-hmm. last week, which was insane. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow, dude. Oh, yeah. I, I got to shoot that show. Actually, I got to shoot the weekend. That was that was a lot of fun. Dude, well, I'm seeing I'm seeing right here on, on the website for the comic strip. Um, Philippe Esparza is going to be there Thursday, yeah. Friday. If you get a chance, have you ever seen him perform? Um, I've seen seen him on a few podcasts, so I'm very familiar with him. Yeah, it, that would be if, if you get into. He has this podcast called What's Up Fool. He's been on my podcast. Very funny yeah. comic dude. He uh, this weekend. This weekend, bro. If you get a chance, maybe hook up with him and and um, maybe in the future we'll see if uh, if you get him uh, on the podcast or something. He's a great podcaster, bro. That's crazy. Well, I can make a phone call and maybe I could. Uh, See if I could get him this weekend because I'm off Saturday. So yeah, and my mean, uh, my buddy Rodrigo Torres is is opening for him too. 
Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I, I'm always down to have a couple people on, so yeah. it looks like we should make something happen. I can, that, I got, the thing is that the comic strip is very accommodating. I could, all it takes is a phone call and they, they will set it up. So it's good. You make the calls like a shot caller, brother. That's what you got to do. <laughs> out <here>. <laughs> like a boss. You got to run the operation. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Dude, well, um, I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast today, brother. I am. Um, it was short notice, but it's been yeah. a long time coming. I, I know I've told you years ago that I wanted to have you on. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. It, it's great to have you on the podcast. And, and hopefully, you know, either I go over there or you come to Vegas soon uh, yeah. when you're 21. And, uh, you know, we'll hit up some comedy clubs. It's my pleasure, man. I, I thank you for having me on. It was super cool. I'm always down to just chill out and just talk. And uh, Let's do it again, yeah. bro. Yeah, absolutely. You should come on my show as well. It'd be a good time. Would love to, brother. I would love to. Um, another way we could do, um, I have a co-host, Roberto and Ian. I have two co-hosts, um, uh, but my buddy Roberto, who's uh, my main co-host, he, uh, I'm thinking we could start doing some podcasts if he doesn't come over and, and he just does it from home. You know how you could do Google Hangouts? Yeah. Yeah, you could do like multiple people. Uh, yeah in different places and so that'd be pretty cool we, we could probably do something like that that's a good idea yeah i think i've tried that like once a long time ago and it was really really cool so I, i'd be down to do it again yeah yeah it, maybe we could do a swap cast you ever done one of those oh yeah yeah I, I have a long time ago those are cool too it's these are things i want to get back into yeah they're, they're getting popular and uh it's a cool way to cross over our listeners exactly you know it's, it's a really good idea I, I loved it when there was the kiss podcast i would do it with other kiss shows so it was just a great crossover hell yeah dude right on man well cassius if you could tell people one more time where can people find you uh the cassius morris show is on itunes podcast stitcher radio youtube uh cassiusmorris.com and i'm on facebook uh facebook.com slash cassius show and my personal twitter is at cassius morris um I talk a lot about what I do. I also say a lot of things when I'm super high. So there's some pretty <laughs> ridiculous stuff on there, but it's, it's, it's mildly entertaining. Oh yeah, man. That's, that's amazing, brother. Well, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> all right then brother. Well, we're going to sign off right here. Thank you guys for listening. You guys have a great, wonderful week. I'm actually going to upload this today, bro. So awesome. Your, uh, San Tripoli's episode went up today as well. That's nice. Check out everybody. Check out the last episode, episode 150. We talk about the recent Las Vegas uh, shooting and how some things just don't sound right. There's like conspiracy starting to pop up all over. I did um, start listening to that episode, too. So you should, too, people. Oh, thank you, brother. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we are signing off. Peace.